This show is dedicated to my mother and father. From beginning to end, we'll always love you. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone could ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. Now, it's time, here's Sonny Clark.
They had their wide receivers. Not that they played a big part in this game, but it was enough. And if I would have known that Alshon Jeffrey was going to be playing that game, I would have picked him. But I did not think they'd have Jeffrey and or Jackson in that football game. Like last week, they were hurt. But everybody, Cuervo and Tarvin, uh, was on um, was on Green Bay as well as myself. Now, the only one that I this week was my brother. My brother was on the Philadelphia Eagles, and my brother watching right now. Zachary Hill, good to see you. Thanks for checking here on a Sunday morning. But uh, my brother was up one nothing on uh, everybody out there, and now track of his picks as he's being well. Um, so we'll keep my brother. So we'll, we'll keep track of his uh, during the weeks as we move forward. Next week may or may not be a show. I am traveling to Arizona next Saturday night, and I don't get in until 2 o'clock in the morning. And um, I'm not sure if there's a baby there or not, but I also remember how my voice projects, you know, as my voice projects, kind of makes it kind of hard to do our show. But we're going to try to do that. Christopher Moore. Thanks for checking in. Good to see you, my friend. Spencer Hall, good to see you. And Kelly Wesson of Wesson, okay, Wesson Design, making us look good on a Friday night uh, underneath Friday Night Lights or Thursday as it was uh, last week here. So we always appreciate her stepping in and checking in on the Couch Potato Sports Show. So that being said, it's week number four. I was on Green Bay. And, and just some great, just some quick um, commentary on this. The, the thing about that, and folks, I have not listened to anybody talking about it. I watched the game, okay? And this boiled down to one drive. And your first in, your first in one in Green Bay throws the ball all four times. Now, it's easy to sit here as a Friday morning quarterback in this case, because this was a Thursday night football game, to sit and criticize that play, those plays. But with them going all four times in the air, they had no luck, none for their running game in Green Bay. Because the normal setup in reality, let's be honest, is for you to go ahead and run the ball first and second down to open up or work the play action on third and fourth down because you were going to go for it on fourth down anyway. So the fact that the Green Bay Packers just abandoned the run on first and go from the one, exactly what this football team is all about in Green Bay. That means they're putting more pressure on, you know, Aaron Rodgers. And, and, you know, and I'd say it in jest, but Aaron Rodgers has a shoulder problem. He has to carry this team on his shoulders each and every week in order to get a victory. Well, how can he can't depend upon a running game to get one? You can't get one yard four times. Instead, they throw the ball all four times. Green Bay loses this game. Should have won the football game. Which would in turn made my pick a lot better. The Green Bay Packers. Uh, so, commentary is really simple. This and the coach, I what the four is, is all about football coach um, at one time and every 
Matthew, Matthew Broderick, good to see you, my friend. Um, but the fact that the Green Bay Packers would not won the ball on first or second down on first and goal, it, it right there, if that's coaching. And that's a coach that knows what he has to do, which is lean on Aaron Rodgers. Well, the Green Bay Packers better get a running game because if you're not going to depend on Green Bay, hey, if you want to throw it on first down to maybe switch it up a little bit, I get it. Second down, you had to run the football, which in turn would open up the play action on third and fourth down because you were going to go for it on fourth down. Just a dumb move. And it just shows no confidence in the running game. Green Bay better get that fixed. As they've got some important games going on, they were undefeated. Not to knock them out. So that's where we are as far as that is concerned. Who and what a team is is about their coaching and their, head, and their, their quarterback. In this case, it's about Aaron Rodgers. Let's be honest. It is about Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. But you also got to give them something that this guy does not have to be the guy that gets the ball into the end zone each and every time they're down there, especially with first and goal. So that's just a personal opinion coming from Sonny Clark in my humble opinion. So uh, we got a lot of things that we're going to cover up on the show. Um, and we got, obviously, the games that are going to be going on, a lot of news that are going on in the NFL. And, and believe me, we, during the week, sometimes when we get up on the show, we're, we're talking about the games. We're talking about who's doing what and what's going on. But the big news, obviously, is the Chargers have activated Melvin Gordon. How much of an activity that he's going to be for San Diego in this game that they're taking on, which, by the way, San Diego's on the road in Miami. It's a great game for him to get back at. Bo Blair, good to see you, my friend. So, Todd, good to see you as well. Lots of people checking in on the Sunday morning couch potato sports show, that being said. So, Melvin Gordon's going to be active in Miami. How much of an effect is that going to be on the football team? This is a football team that recognizes, unlike Green Bay, that you cannot put all the stuff on the shoulders of Phillip Rivers. Green Bay, they do that way too much. We're single from the one. Oh, and you throw the ball all four times. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Just not the right thing. Now, that being said, there's another matchup that's going to be quite interesting today that I'm going to just tease it a little bit until we get to the game. The Green Bay Packers. Now, I went ahead and I took Green uh, – or mark that, the New York Giants. I went ahead and took the New York Giants last week. I was the only one within our group that took it, and I did not do it because of the quarterback. I just didn't. I took it and picked them because of – him, not because of what he physically can do, it's because of what he mentally brought to this football team. This football team was sick of Eli Manning. I'm sorry. You go back to Tony Romo because that this is the whole Tony Romo again. Tony Romo goes there, that gets in, all of a sudden this team starts playing well. All of a sudden they forgot how to be an offensive lineman or a wide receiver. No, Dak, you know, they knew how to do it. They were just tired of doing it behind Tony Romo. And that change makes a big difference from the New York Giants from week to week. I'm not going to say they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not going to say they're going to make the Super Bowl. But as soon as you made that change 
the whole mentality of the football team offensively and defensively had changed. Special teams don't play a lot in this. But the defensive players out there are busting their butts each and every week, and they have Eli Manning. You know, I've been dying for this game guys go away in green uh, in uh, New York because I want the Giants to be good because I like the NFC East. I like how competitive it can be. And I'm going to tell you right now, Jones just made me look like a, like a genius. But, again, I didn't pick him because of his ability, but his ability got him into the end zone. Of course, I missed field goal where we're talking uh, – or made field goal. We're talking a little bit different, but we're not going to change our opinion about Jones. Because Jones had a very good game, and it was good to see him. Good to see David Michael or David Mitchell. Oh, up in um, uh, David Mitchell. Good to see you, my friend. <laughs> Trying to, yeah. I think this is, he's in Wichita. Dave, you're in Wichita. My, my, get my brain up on there. Uh, Mike, good to see you. So, so that's what I think about uh, the New York Giants. I like what's going on. I, and, again, I don't think they're, they're going to be the best thing in the world uh, with him, but he changes the atmosphere of the Giants going into this game. They are going into the rest of the season, so especially this game. And an important game, Washington, this is a division game. This game's at home, and so it's going to be very interesting to see what it is. Also, on the other side of that, you have rumors that if Jake Rudin doesn't win this game, he's out in Washington. He's out. Cowboy game, another game we're going to talk about a little bit later on. That's going to be near the end of the show. It's going to be in the last half hour, the last 40 minutes of the show. So we'll talk about them. But I'm going to tell you right now, folks, very interesting week coming up with all the games that are going to be going on. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. And so that having been said, good to see Anthony Ellison. Thanks for checking in on the Couch Potato Sports Show on this fine Sunday morning. Jalen Ramsey, okay, Ramsey is questionable after the birth of his child. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think he's going to be there because all the things indicate he wants to be traded and he's got the excuse that he doesn't have to be there. Will he be there? Will he won't? I don't know. It's questionable from the game, so we'll find out what's going on with that as the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be taking on the Denver Broncos in Denver. So we'll be uh, looking for that as well. So uh, Nick Fangio says Miller isn't frustrated with his role, meaning Vaughn Miller. Now, there's been lots of rumors that he is, but it's going to be very interesting to see what happens as far as that is concerned. So interestingly enough, lots of things going on there. And David Mitchell says that the Buffalo Patriot game has the smell of upset. Listen, you want to go ahead and that Buffalo Bill Kool-Aid? Okay, remember, we the Pittsburgh Steelers to upset the New England Patriots in Gillette. They're in Gillette Stadium. They are at home. Nobody's beating the, the, no one's beating the Patriots at home unless there's a major injury that's going to be happening. Yeah, I just gave away my pick. But it, it, it is just what it is. So lots of stuff going on. Chris Braithler, good to see you. Lots of people checking in. Jason Helmick, good to see you. Got those pictures going on. I love him. Now, guys, we you know as we get started here, we take our first break right up to do a lot of things up on the show. We're going to look at all the games. Hopefully we'll get Cuervo in here as soon as possible. 
as well as some other folks uh, in, in, as well. Uh, Tarvin, hopefully we, everybody will get their picks in before we do it. So that being said, of course, that's the name of the show. We're going to take our first break here, and then it is time. We're going to start busting down the week that is week number four here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll take that quick break, and we'll be back. On that being said, it's our Sunday morning tradition that continues on into our 10th year. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, siding, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5500. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your rally at Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do to your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Raleigh. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costco Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costco Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Raleigh Road, where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costcoinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement failed to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? 
It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62 because these decisions are so important. My firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall-off-the-bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today.
let's be honest, guys. I don't necessarily believe this injury is so bad. I think this combination of both. And there's lots of reports out there. I, I'm just knowing what I think. I'm not going to sit there and read these reports. I just know I think there's a shoulder problem still, and they're using the ankle as the excuse at the quarterback position for the Panthers. So when I'm looking at this, he got Deshaun Watson. Okay, they're out on the football. They're out on the road. They're taking on a football team that's going to be a very somewhat good. So now as where you're going to be and what you're going to do and how you're going to push forward with the new guy is going to be big. This is a big game in reality for Kyle Allen because you start winning football games and everybody's going to question whether or not Cam Newton should be the quarterback of the Panthers. So that being said, of course, that's the name of this show on Sunday morning. He's get, he gets the opportunity to do so. But, guys, you got to remember what defense is going to be coming at, a guy that has not taken a lot of snaps this year uh, or throughout his career. And you also got a team that's 2-1 and one, um, uh, that is not a bad football team and a team that really depends upon the quarterback and Deshaun Watson. So a couple things when I'm looking at, who's the better quarterback? Well, obviously Deshaun Watson is the better quarterback. Maybe in this game, will Kyle Allen be a better quarterback in this game? Maybe. But we don't know what's going to happen until we see it out on the football field. So with the, for the case of this show and what we're going to do as far as predicting them, I go by the better quarterback. I go by the better defense. I go by the better offensive line. I go by the quarterback that's more mobile. And what I know about the quarterback. I don't know a lot about Kyle Allen, except from what I seen last week, and I was somewhat impressed, but on the hype just because, oh, all of a sudden they got a new quarterback, and oh, all of a sudden they didn't do too bad. You know, Allen was 2 0 as a starter last year. He threw for 260 last week against Arizona, helping to get their first victory of the season. But his recent success that he has. It might be an opportunity for him to get that long-term uh, contract to either A, be the starter in Carolina, or B, just put himself in a position where his role and what he can do. They beat the Texans. And now the whole landscape of the AFC, North, or the AFC South has changed with the Indianapolis Colts not having Andrew Luck, which moved really in reality the Houston Texans in the driver's seat for this division based upon who's obviously in it. You got the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Tennessee Titans, the Indianapolis Colts, and the Texans. Now, you can sit there and have some mad love for the Indianapolis Colts. You can go ahead and do so. They're, they're in good shape. Uh, but at the same time, this is also a football team that is going on board with a quarterback that hasn't been great. So this division, I think, in reality, has shifted its, you know, weight division to lose more so than the. Yeah, they're in second place in this division. Indianapolis is ahead of them, so they're obviously going to have to get some victory. So all that's going to be happening this week. Besides on it, it's really off the field for other teams. But here, will Allen be able to handle? going to be coming from the Houston Texans. So, say whatever you want. I'm going to say right now, I like what's going on here. Yeah, there's some other things to look at, okay? 
Look at the defense for the Panthers. Eric Reed, okay, wants to play against his younger brother, Justin, who for the first time is going to see the football field this year and is going to brother. So that's an interesting story. Is it going to make it not? But it's a story that's there. All right, so Panthers, 34-year-old tied in. Greg Olson, is he healthy? Is he not? He seems like he is. He seems like he's wanting to prove that he's one of the titans in the NFL. Right now, he's not doing too bad. He missed 16 games over the two previous seasons because of a broken foot. So now, he looks like the guy that he's supposed to be now that he's healthy. But can he remain healthy? It's going to be the big thing. Also, 12 receptions, 185 yards, and two touchdowns on the season. Now, that also being said, the eight Carolina, uh, mark that, both of these teams, 13 sacks combined last week. Carolina had eight. But it was the Arizona Cardinals. Don't fall in love with it, okay? You know, I just take a look at a lot of things. Houston, you know, in reality, you take a look at the uh, – Best game of the season last year as he got his first two sacks out on the season, uh, but it was, you know, a situation where he had – and this is a football team that lost a lot defensively. Losing Clowney just changes your whole thing. Me personally, I'll go back to saying they should have got rid of J.J. Watts, not Clowney. Yeah, I said it. I don't care how much of a hometown boy this guy is. As far as football business is concerned, yeah, J.J. Watts would have been on the trading block or just head on out the day. So, Watson, though, okay, he was the uh, AFC Player of the Week for the second time in his career, okay, 351 yards, three touchdowns, 27-20 over the Chargers. And that's a good football team heads their way. Who's the better football team? Is it the Chargers? Or is it Carolina? I think it's the I think it's the Chargers. And there's a bit, another Houston up on top of this game here. Uh, as far as where uh, other uh, people and other, um, we'll get that uh, those picks from uh, Cuervo when he comes in, as he's probably getting high in time. In Texans as well. So. Um, and we will wait to see what we're going to get from Cuervo when he calls in to find co-host of this show. But not a lot to really talk about. Didn't think very hard about this game, but when I did dive into it a little bit, I didn't change my mind about what was coming our way. So that being said, of course, that's the name of the show on Sunday morning. We're going to go on to our next game as we're going to look at them all here on the College Potato Sports Show. So next game up on board here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. Now, you're talking a, a, a perfect setup for who's the better younger quarterback and all this other stuff. Guys, I took two seconds to think about this because those that are falling for the Browns on paper, being a good football team, go ahead and fall in love with that. Those that had them in the playoffs, keep falling in love with that. But I'm going to tell you right now, they don't get the victory here. You guys just might as well just get yourself ready for the rest of the long season that's going to be headed your way in Cleveland. Big division game here as they are playing in Baltimore. And Baltimore, do not 
like Lamar Jackson as quarterback in the NFL. Venom, but it is the Cleveland Browns. And until you can get the monkey off your back of not being a bad football team, guess what? You continue to be that team. And the Cleveland Browns haven't done anything all year long, okay? They're one and two on the season. You know, right home to mama about it, great. You know, keep some up the Wonderful. So Cleveland now, as they go and get this thing squared away, they're going up against a team that's supposedly better. And I know there's a lot of love for Lamar Jackson. I'm just not going to fall for it. I'm not going to give the guys due until I see it on a regular basis and see if he can put himself in a position to where he can become the NFL quarterback that we think he should be now. I know. I, I, I Listen, I'm not blind to what I've seen, okay? I know there's people out there, Sonny, are you watching this guy? Yeah, I am, okay? He took the team to the class. Yeah, I know all this stuff, okay? But the offseason brings a lot of things that – which is I get defensive coordinators a lot more because an offseason and film on Lamar Jackson, <laughs> I get me the defensive coordinator on a good football team. The problem is this is not a good football team in the Cleveland Browns, and you can talk about it. And, and, and listen, we go back to the paper. Oh, it's a Beckham Jr. All these guys are out of paper. Are you changing the attitude? But you know what? Changing the attitude of this football team is not changing the results. Now, granted, they have won a game this year already. Congratulations. But they're on the road. They're in Baltimore. Okay? So when you see this, these quarterbacks, you know, making their way up, they're making their name for them. Nope. And, and Jackson, I don't think either one of them are going to be good quarterbacks in the NFL for a long period of time. They may confuse defenses for a while, maybe a year or two, go back to the Wildcats, see how long that lasted, okay? Quarterbacks don't last very long. Or a running style of football don't last very long in the NFL because that's just not what it is. But now, you put what's going on. Cleveland right now is two games from behind Baltimore right now. Okay? Now, that should not surprise anybody unless you had met love and you fell for the NFL's pushing of the Cleveland Browns. Okay? If you want to usually when you talk about Baltimore, they're in the running here. Now granted that was with Joe Flacco at the quarterback position, wonderful. The only problem with that, and I and I'll say it, it it's really simple, okay? When you don't have the great schedule at the beginning of the season, you find out who's good, who's bad, who's not, and all that. Now, Baltimore showing themselves as a good football team. They should beat this Cleveland Brown football team. That's because the simple fact of the matter is the matter between Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. There, there's no. It's like a, a, it's like a, they're in the dating. And they're in that awkward position at the beginning of dating where you don't know, should I should I not? All that right now. Session with each other, but when it comes time to actually put yourself together and find chemistry, whether it be a new girlfriend, good boyfriend, quarterback to wide receiver in this case, they haven't picked it up yet. Okay, now, will they pick it up later on down the road? Maybe. But as of right now, you're not seeing it. 
You look at Odell Beckham Jr., okay, he Baltimore Ravens, he had one of his best performances ever out there against a but that was 2016. Eight catches, 222 yards, two touchdowns. Alright? The simple fact of the matter is when you talk those kind of things and you're looking at a football team, you know, they need a couple of things, okay? They need a lot of yakety-yak. What is yakety-yak? It's really simple. Don't know that. Absolutely. You need the yakety-yak. You need the yards after the catch. They're not getting it there. They brought this thing. I mean, you might as well say now. Question whether or not he should be in New York right now. The New York Giants are going, God, maybe we should have. Maybe we got rid of the wrong guy. Maybe we should have listened to Sonny Clark and just don't be like Manning six years ago. You know, it could be a different story for Odell Beckham Jr. So, that having been said, Jackson has thrown for seven touchdowns this season for Baltimore, 221 straight passes without an interception. Those, those are impressive. Can he keep it up? That's the big thing. We talk about young quarterbacks, and those are impressive numbers. It's whether or not he can continue to do it, okay? But 267 yards, uh, 33 passes in view as Lamar Jackson are not going to win football games throwing the ball that much. You're just not going to do it. Now, I'm not saying the Cleveland Browns are going to win today. I'm on the Baltimore Ravens, like, you know, you know, answer on sugar, man. I'm telling you right now, the Baltimore Ravens should not have a problem in this game, but that's the that's going to be the thing here. Will they go in with the big head, or will they be, you know, we got to grind to win this football game, and it's very obvious. So I think you will be able to see it, whether or not that's going to happen. So now, all that's going to happen is that you're going to have to put yourself in a position to show that you are the football team that everybody is hyping you up at. And this is a game that has to happen. You cannot let this Cleveland Browns team get you all set and ready to go. But you look at you know Baker Mayfield right now. He's running 32nd in passer rating at 70.3. He's 30 in completion ratio at 56.9%. Okay? And that's through the first three games. They are tied for 27th in points, only 16 points a game, 24 in yards with only 330 per game. Okay, those numbers do not add up to a lot of success for the Cleveland Browns. So they're going to have to put it together. Now, you take a look at some of the other things that you're going to have to look at. You know, Patrick Mahomes, you know, just kind of ran all over. He mentally. The Baltimore Ravens need to come in, and they need to grab this game, take the the Browns by the throat, and make sure that they are able to do what they can do week in and week out. Because really, right now, if you really think about the Cleveland Browns, oh, that was you know, crazy knucklehead of terrible. And it, I don't think there's anything that you can do for anything. Now, that also being said, the situation. Of all the hype 
all the off-season hype, all the great moves and everything, but it still comes down to one thing when you're the Cleveland Browns because you're just not a good football team. And it really comes down to really they haven't done anything to make you shit, to make you think that they should win this football game. So I, I'm all over the Cleveland Browns today and looking forward to this one because I think that there will be some important in this game. So that's going to lead us into our next game. Oh, by the way, well, I'll let the doors go by. Baltimore, uh, my brother is on Baltimore, and Tarvin is on the Ravens as well. And, again, we'll get Cuervo's picks when he calls in when we do a flash and get him uh, all squared away. Uh, he's been fashionably late each and every morning. Now, that brings me to a game that and I'm going to push the button again because this one here is for host on Blog Talk Radio. He joins us on our show. Sports Talk guys get a chance to listen, but he said he, he told me to uh, in a message this week this game as the Lions are at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. Guys, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because two things have happened, okay, as far as the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. First of all, Kansas City's 3-0. And as much as I wish my prediction that the Broncos would win this division, I, I might have been smoking today. But that being said, the Lions. Now, the Lions have – I'm telling you right now, Lions are undefeated this season. They got the tie week number one. Should have never got the tie. Last week, I, I was on the – here, let me just look back because I was the only one on the Detroit Lions last week. Is, I thought they could come back and do something, and they did. They did it against the Philadelphia Eagles, and then the Eagles go back and beat Green Bay. So you know, where are the Eagles right now? That part I don't know. This this Detroit football team, this one's tough. Now, granted, Tarvin, I, I don't think, has made the switch. I don't see Lions in here. Yeah, he's on the Chiefs. Now, I'm on the Chiefs, too. Now, but here's the, here's another reason why I'm on the Chiefs. Earlier this week, it came out that Matthew Stafford is questionable for this game because of a back injury. Okay, set the excuses up for them to get a skull drug all over the football field. I don't care if this game's in Detroit. I don't care how much of a home field advantage they got. I'm telling you right now, they've already set up the excuse. They're set up to lose this game, and they know they're going to lose it, and they have already set up the excuse because of them losing this game. Now, that having been said, that's the name of this show. Will they be better next week? I think so. In this football game, I don't need to go to stats. I don't need to go to, you know, old Patrick Mahomes did this this one game, they did this one game. All you got to do is just look at the two football teams. Granted, they're both undefeated. So someone's going to be a loss here. But the the Lions are just setting themselves up. And and here's the thing. If they stay in this game, I'll back off of my statement. I'm telling you right now, they're already for them losing this football game. And when I hear those kind of stories, I stop looking at talent on the football field. I stopped looking to see who's there. 
because the team is already sold out to loss because the big story. It, you know, it, it, Matthew Stafford's got a back injury. He's questionable. Will he play? And if he plays, they got the built-in excuse for them to get their asses kicked. That's what's going to happen to them. Because the defense of this football team, as much as the power it should be, they're not impressive. The Detroit Lions are in a situation where comes to play at their home field. Things when they're on their own, on their own field, they should feel really, really good. But I want you to just think of some of the numbers that have happened here. All right, against the Arizona Cardinals, the first week of the NFL, the game in the they gave up 27 points to the Arizona Cardinals. Now. Their defense kicked in for a game. They stopped the Chargers. Now, I actually was all over the Lions on that game. And they beat the Philadelphia Eagles, but gave up playing football game teams that you got. The Chargers and the Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas is far better than those guys are. So when you're looking at that, those numbers, this game's going to be in the 30s, maybe 40s for Kansas City. All right, so – have the Detroit Lions points all year long? No. They come close with 27. You know, twice. But not enough to get over that 30. And let me tell you something right now. You're going to give up a 30-burger to the Kansas City Chiefs regardless. So if you can't score 30, which so far they haven't been able to prove that they can, and just because they're at home doesn't mean that that's going to end up happening. And not only that, guys, forget about this game. They got a division matchup in the next two weeks that just really makes you wonder how they're going to be able to stand up. And they got to stand up to Green Bay next week. That, that actually, the Detroit Lions are on a bye. Then they have the Minnesota Vikings the week after that. Tough, tough schedule heading their way. And it's in reality, the setup here. For the Lions, the Lions, the fact that they're 2-0 and one they should be games that they got the victory where you would say Arizona Cardinals. They, so two quality wins, good points for that football team. But I don't see them getting past the Kansas City Chiefs today, regardless if they're home or whatever the case may be. And this will be a great time for the Lions to be on the box because they can either take their little kitty asses and they can lick their wounds like kitties do and it to them today because that's what's going to happen. And then how they respond after the bye with the Green Bay Packers this season. So watch for that. I'm on Kansas City. Mind is on Kansas City today. My brother is on Kansas City, and I'm looking at Tarvin. He is on Kansas City as well. Um, so uh, we'll see what uh, Cuervo has when he comes back, and we'll do the flash-up on him. So that being said, of course, that's the name of the show. We're going to head on into our next game that we'll be looking at here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And that being said, it is the Los Angeles. 
I'm not going to spend a lot, of, a lot of time on this game. Don't need to. Did the CU miss well? Um, I don't need to. The Miami Dolphins are a horrible football team. And I feel, I, and guys, I'm going to go back to what I said last week. Because there's something that can maybe change the thinking of this football team. Not going to happen because of the sellout job that's happening from ownership and from the coaching uh, coaching that's going on in Miami. Normally, I'd love to see a Miami football game in Miami each and every week because normally, you know, Miami they're not going to win today. But I'm going to tell you, Ron, did the worst NFL start as far as his uh, are concerned that he could ever ask. And, yeah, he didn't play very well in, in this first year. Well, not very many rookies do. And so they sell out him at, and they bring on a new coach who can't coach this guy. So they go ahead and they ship him off because they get Kyler Murray, the guy that they can supposedly coach. And Josh Rosen's going on the other side of the country and starting for a Miami team that's not here. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, Josh Rosen played some good football last week for the Miami Dolphins. They had no chance to win that game. But they played some good football. Rosen played very well. And I'm actually and, – and, again, I hope that someone will, will realize that this guy is not a bad quarterback and pick him up and put him on a team that cares about winning. Because right now the Miami Dolphins are not. The Miami Dolphins have scored one touchdown, and they are on pace for a total of 85 points, not just for uh, three games, but for the whole year. Thirteen sacks. I mean, you know, guys, thirteen sacks. Good Lord. Chargers, though, have three defensive uh, guys. That went on injured reserve. That is huge. But if you're playing the if you're playing the Miami's, you get the second in there. Now the Chargers have only allowed three 300-yard passing games since the start of 2017, but all of those were losers. Melvin Gordon ended his holdout. He is for him to come back. I, it, this is going to be the Melvin Gordon show, whether he's going to be running the football, catching the ball out of the backfield. Melvin Gordon, so he can get his feet up underneath him so they can continue the rest of the season and try to compete in the AFC West. So, an important game for the Chargers because, again, Kansas City's not going to lose in Detroit, so they need to somewhat keep up pace with them right now as the Chargers, you know, drop the game. They're one and two out on the season. So this is nice to see, which, by the way, I've been on the Chargers all year long. I've picked every single game that they've played. I picked them to lose twice. They lost twice. I picked them to win once. They won once. This is one that's going to happen for them today. So they do need to keep up pace because right now Kansas City doesn't look like they're going to lose to any football team out there. And, and the simple fact of the matter is when you think about the Miami Dolphins, they're not a good football team. So 
you want you want to talk back? That's a bad football team. And there's there's nothing there for, for playoff chances or anything else. No one in their right mind they're looking at the Miami Dolphins go, oh, they can do it. There's an opportunity for them to get the job done, uh, but unfortunately, it's not. So. You know, Chargers, everybody's on the Chargers as far as me, my brother, and Tarvin. Again, we'll get Cuervo when he calls in. And that takes us up into the uh, uh, situation here where um, the the uh, AFC West is going to be a very interesting division of football. Will Kansas City run away with it? That's always going to be the question because when you saw the, the MVP, and he's playing on the MVP caliber again, I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. But Phillip Rivers was not very far off when you're talking. It's not having that year. How much did not being in the lineup affect this football team? That's a good question. And rightfully so, you should be able to ask that question because you need to find out the dedication of this football team. And it's, it's you know, just by looking at it, you know they're not right there. So I'm going to go to another team really quick. New England is not at home, so I was wrong about that part. Someone wanted to know about smell upset here in Buffalo. You know, last year, I picked the Miami Dolphins to beat the New England Patriots in Miami. And guess what? I was the only one that did it. I told everybody said I was smoking the, smoking the you know, the funny, the wacky tobacco. And guys, it wasn't. Not wacky tobacco. And I did. But, guys, if you want to fall in love, okay, so, all right, so Cuervo's phone is acting up. He is going to be watching uh, and putting his predictions uh, through Facebook. Um, I don't know if Cuervo can get on via Facebook with with his phone, with his Internet, Get on the internet. And I can bring him in on the phone. I could try to do that um, to try to get Cuervo into the show. Um, but that can probably try to get uh, bring him in on camera. I don't know, Cuervo. Just give me an indication if you want to be on camera. I don't know if you put your face on yet today. But uh, but this is what we're going to do, guys. As we get set and ready to go, we're going to go into our second hour. Uh, you're on the couch potato sports show. That means we need to go to break. And then we'll take another break at the top of the third hours and we'll complete what we got to do as far as the commercials are concerned. So let's get those out of the way. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, it'll be the second hour. Uh, by the way, I, I, I'm not spending a lot of time on New England and Buffalo. If anybody wants to, wonderful. But really, in reality, you want to fall in love with the Buffalo Bills right now? You can go ahead and do so. Have that love affair with Wendy. Hey, I'm not going to – listen, I'm not going to take away what Buffalo has done so far this year. They, okay, that is great by the, you know, you know, by the hair of the chinny-chin-chin. But the Patriots are 3-0. and The Patriots are the Patriots. The Bills are the Bills. They're an improved football team. Yes, you know, but the consistency, we're not – yes, so don't fall in love. This is a quick pick. I'm not spending time on it. 
I mean, you want to talk, I mean, this, this could get fairly ugly because all that needs to happen in this game in reality is get up 14 nothing. then they stop uh, the Buffalo Bills from scoring, and then after that it's going to be 21 nothing. and before you know it, Buffalo's going to be crying a tear in their beer, and that's going to be the end of it. And this, this, will, this thing will be over at halftime. So don't fall in love with it. So that being said, that's the name of the show. We're going to go ahead and we'll go into our break, and we'll come back at the top of the hour. We'll go into more games. We'll dive into the Oakland and improved Indianapolis Colts. You know, guys, don't fall. i just telling you, don't fall for it. Tennessee added. <laughs> you know, I've already told everybody what the problem is in Atlanta. Washington at New York. Uh, we'll cover those games, Seattle and Arizona, and the rest of the games that are happening here on week number four of the NFL. You're listening to the Couch Potato Sports Show. I need more coffee. It's time for break. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And that being said, this is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Terry McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening, as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams, as well as top-of-the-line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24 gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we will bring in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ, and we want to connect people in the city up with churches, and where they can find a healthy church family, and find people that believe in them, and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world, and he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city, and so we're excited about that. We'll work with you details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665, or... Check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlett.org. 
This is Sandy Clark, radio voice of your Raleigh Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit RayHubbardRealEstateGroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale system. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW is different from all the rest. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered, but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Canes, Golden Pot, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at rowlettfood.com. And um, it is what it is. 
we see some stuff that are going to be happening. A couple of bills that can change my opinion. Hey, if they can beat the New England Patriots, and yes, at home, it's a big number. If they can beat them, maybe I'll pound some respect into it because that's a good game to win. But as of right now, you know, I just can't spend more than three or four minutes on that when trying to figure out who's going to win because they're just that much better, and they've always been that much better. Now, granted, this is a little bit different season. I mean, now, you know, the Patriots are going to have to win some football games to win the division, and, you know, a good way to start that, you know, for the Patriots is beat the team that you're in competition with because Miami is not anything right home to mama about and the Jets suck. So it, it just is what it is. And uh, so, that being said, now, Cuervo's having some phone problems. So, uh, when and if I can, I'm going to bring him up on the video and uh, get him all squared away. He's figured out how to do it, so that's a good thing. Uh, So, we'll talk about that. But that being said, of course, that's the name of this show. Uh, We're going to head into the rest of the games until we do get Cuervo up online because we got a lot of games to still get over and we don't want to run out into it too much. So, let me hit that button right there. It'll take you to into the next game. The Raiders are on the road to That just was a tough one. I, I got to admit, because, you know, I don't know what I think about Jacoby Brissett. No, I do know what I think about him. I don't think he's great. I think he's had successful time as they are 2-1 out on the seat. Or 2-0. Um... They, you know, they're they're doing far better than I ever thought that they would. So that being said, of course, that's the name of this show. Um, we are in a situation now to where, when the Raiders, who are one and two, and I don't think a lot about this football team, I change my opinion when they take on the Indianapolis. I'm gonna tell you right now, I love Brian Wright. Always have. Okay. The guy is a tape monster. The guy's from all over tape like you were. You know, everybody is, you know, we were talking about it at the beginning of the season that the Indianapolis Colts, man, their defense looks pretty good. Maybe, maybe not. But right now he is, and according to uh, Cuervo as well, he is. He's playing good football. I've got to get him all. So that being said, of course, that's the name of the show. You know, Brissett and think he's the second coming at the quarterback position for the Indianapolis Colts. Well, they beat Atlanta, okay? They beat Tennessee, okay? So I, I'm not going to – I'm not going to – how are you going to say? Yeah, write home to mama. I'm not going to write the home to mama about that because they lost to the Chargers in week number one, okay? Now, Randy, Los Angeles. So, you know, you can't really hold that against it too much. Got to check and make sure I close my coffee. Hold on. Yeah, okay, I did. Change my again. I'm so sunny, I'll forget to put the coffee pot head thing down. Uh, so making some noises. But, you know, they get the win that our loss against the Chargers, 30 uh, to 24. Frankly, that they scored 24 points is amazing. Inked out against Tennessee. Inked it out. 19 to 17, and then they barely beat the Atlanta. Okay, so the Atlanta Falcons are not a good football team. The Tennessee Titans are not a good football team, and but 
The Chargers, they are a pretty good football team. So when you look at the Oakland Raiders, they're not a good football team. So my heart says, man, I'm going to have to go up on this. I'm going to have to take, I'm going to have to take the Indianapolis Colts. And right now, I'm, just, I, I, I'm thinking, you know, I don't know what would be the upset here. But I'm almost leaning to a lot of things as far as what I, I mean, because there's an old saying in football is that numbers don't lie, okay? And it's true. Yeah, my coffee is fresh, by the way. Thank you, thank you, Tom. Uh, so the Indian, uh, the, the the Colts defense right now, they go into this game against Oakland, ranked at the bottom half of the leagues in yards rushing, passing yards, and total yards allowed. Only six teams have fewer. Teams. Three and uh, last week, Indianapolis allowed the Falcons to convert eight of ten third downs. Now, I don't know. They just can't. So where they're going to go and how they're going to do it is. Now, I look on the other side. I'm but here's my thing. Here's my thing about Carr, is that he's got the wrong coach. Okay, be, because Gruden goes in with a certain attitude about people, just like this. I deal with one every single day who just thinks that you don't should not be there, or someone could do better. We can replace you and just be the same team. That's what John Gruden looks at uh, Carr about. Car's not going to be an Oakland Raider next year. So all you Raider fans, enjoy it because he won't be there. And then you got another thing you think about. The, the Raiders go right on the road to head on over to London right after this game. I don't even think they're going back to Oakland. Right? So they have to pack it up and get ready to go. They're going to spend their time there practicing for a quote-unquote home game against the Chicago Bears. So they're going to just stay out there. So, boom, they, they hit the road. They're headed to Indianapolis. Then they're going over to London. So lots of stuff there going on. Now, after losing the first two home games last season, the Colts have got seven straight wins at home. And right now it's second to the only the, uh, the – the uh, Patriots. So they got seven. New England's got 15 in a row at home, okay? All right, so you think about that. So they like the home field advantage. So right now everything is going in there. But I'm just – just something about this game that tells me maybe, maybe Jacoby Brissett can – I want him to be exposed because I want to be right about it. I don't think he's a very good quarterback. I just don't. Then there have been quarterbacks who have not been good quarterbacks and had some pretty good games in a row before. It's happened. But with the Raiders and their off the field drama with the Antonio Brown thing, you know, two days before the their week, and then uh, Tyrell Williams, uh, that that was all. It didn't work out, and then the Indy—it's it, just crazy. Hold on. 
So that being said, um, I just, you know, it's telling me to take the Indianapolis Colts, but there's something about what could end up happening here is kind of a, a notion that I don't feel good for the Indianapolis Colts. Now, I should, believe me, I, I don't great big love affair in reality for the Oakland Raiders. I just don't. But, you know, this is the kind of game that we talk about every, you know, on the show now, every Sunday. This could be the come to Jesus. It is Sunday, by the way. So this could be the come to Jesus game for the Indianapolis Colts. The come to Jesus being that you're not as good as you really think you are. So, you know, again, two and one, they're not going to be at full strength either as Hooker can miss more than a month with the injured knee. Uh, Leonard is still on the concussion protocol. He is not going to play. Then the number one cornerback um, has been trying to get back from a bruised knee as well. Now he's got an injured hamstring. So all of this is going to be one of those things. I, I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just taking a flyer on this one. And, you know, I should tell me Indianapolis. I get it. time. I'm not feeling really good. Uh, Cuervo, let me know. Uh, just send me a message and let me know if you want to come up on air, a uh, direct message. I'm in here because some, a direct message if, if and when you're ready for me to bring you up on camera. If, you, if, you, if you're capable of doing that or if your phone or your camera can get that done, we can get it squared. But, guys, I, I'm just taking a flyer. This is going to be one of my picks that, there's no real method behind it because in reality, this should be a game that Indy, when they're two and one, they should beat this football team. But, and it is. It's, I don't have a lot of trust in, in Brissett, and I realize what he has done. It's done so far this year. Jenny. That's my cool stuff. I know, I, I, I know who he is. I, I get it. I, I get it. He's played well. Okay. Second coming in Indianapolis. Guys, it's Jacoby Brissett. Take away this year. Go back and see what he's done through his career as the start of the year before, and then we can stop talking. Or not the year before, but the year before then. Now, could he have got some great tips from Andrew Luck? Wonderful. Great. But I, I am. I'm taking. I'm taking a swing on this one. I, I, I don't believe in the Indianapolis Colts. I don't think that they got what they got to do about it. Um, so that being said, I don't feel comfortable in the pick with Indianapolis. So, all right. So looking at this, as far as uh, Brian Tar or my brother is on Indianapolis, and I know Tarvin is. I don't think. Um, let's see here. There are the Colts. Yes, he is on Indianapolis as well. I'm going to go. I am. I'm going to flyer. I'm going Indy. And I'm not sure how Cuervo feels about this pick, but um, he might think I've lost my mind. But, guys, I, I, it's just a, just a quick notion. I don't, I, I, and I don't. I, I, I think Indianapolis should win this game. But 
That's going to go into my thinking tonight when we talk about Sunday night football. I think I know who should win that game. Will they? We'll talk about that when we get in a little bit later on into the show. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to ride the Oakland Raiders in this one and see what's happening and let's see if I get up there. And uh, Cuervo is going the Colts uh, in this one. And uh, let's see, Dave Michaels, thanks for joining us here on Sunday morning. Is that being said, as we look at all of them, um, yeah, <laughs> and my fine co-host said I lost my mind here again. So, uh, been close. This is going to be a close football game. So, I, I, I'm glad I'm on the other side. I'm the only one right now on the open. So, that being said, of course, that's the name of the show. We're going to head into our next game here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. God, could there be a worse football game? Really? Atlanta's one and two. The Titans are one and two. They're both lucky to be one and two. Slow starts from both of them, and now there's more pressure on both of these quarterbacks. I mean, you look at Matt Ryan, okay? The wonderful Matt Ryan, who who has who's going to be sitting next to him? Who's going to be his buddy? Derek Cotter, Sonny's second all-time favorite guy. Dirk Cotter has got to be the worst offensive coordinator, and, 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 and he cannot even get the best one, two, three uh, wide receiver bunch out there to win football games. And, guys, I'm telling you right now, uh, now, granted, we have not seen Matt Ryan since the Super Bowl, the first, second, third, and half of the fourth quarter. We have not seen Matt Ryan since the half of the fourth quarter. That's just the fact. We haven't seen them. You want to talk about, hey, when Sonny goes to Vegas now, okay, the hangover lasts four or five days because the only time I drink is when I'm in Vegas and I'm 50 years old and I can't handle it anymore. That's what's going on in Atlanta. And Atlanta's at home. Tennessee's not much better. So, I don't know. Marietta has no interception so far this year. I was trying to find something the positive to talk about, and that's it. His inconsistency, lack of production, um, it brings them to two straight losses. They're one and two. They win week one, and Mariona has only thrown one touchdown pass in those two losses. All right, so do you honestly think – I think even Dirk Cotter can beat – Mariota right now. I really do. I mean, Atlanta's at home, so you got to give them that. Who's the better quarterback? I guess it's Matt Ryan. I mean, I can pull out the couch potato quarter and flip it and find out who's the better one. Um, who's the better coach is a big one. I, I love me. Listen, I love Rabel. And he just doesn't have the right personnel, I think, at the quarterback position. Mariota has proven they kept him for his fifth year. They didn't extend him for a reason. Just watch the first three games, and you'll see the reason why they didn't extend it. Oh, but they'll talk the great talk. Oh, Mario doing great. That, and that guy is gone. Mario is going to be a backup or a starter on a very bad football team next year. And someone's going to be very happy they got Marcus Mariota so they can get him out of the area. Yeah, listen. But on the other side, I love me some Dan Quinn, too. 
Dan Quinn, though, really in reality, if you take a look at it, he hasn't been doing a great job as a head coach of this football team. Not only that, I mean, he decided to bring back Dirk Cotter. That right there is a fireable offense. So you can't tell me. I mean, right now, you know, parts of me wants to lean to Tennessee in this game. Because when you think about it, the Falcons had 16 penalties last week. 16 penalties. They've had 35 penalties in the last three. They're tied with Cleveland with the most flags this season. You know, Atlanta trailed, you know, listen to this stat. I read this, and I, I wrote this down. Hold on, let me get this. All right. Atlanta trailed by a combination of 41-3 to 3 margin at halftime of its losses to Minnesota, Indianapolis, including 20 to nothing last week to the Colts. Okay, now, have they found their offensive rhythm? I don't know. The second half of that football team, Matt Ryan was 22, 23, 216 yards, three touchdowns. He did have an interception, but that was in the first half of the football game. So did he have to come to Jesus in the middle of the fourth quarter last week, just not enough though, to get the victory? Yeah, maybe. But he hasn't shown anything consistently for the years that says that they should be able to win this game, I don't know. I almost pulled out the couch potato quarter and flipped it because I don't have a clue in this game. I get in reality, and Marcus Mariota is Marcus Mariota. The Titans have stayed in games this year, uh, so that's interesting. So, Brian Tartan, good to see you. Lots of people joining in. Brian, if you want me to bring you in on camera, I can do so. You got your face on? I'm just ugly all the time. So, you know, it, it is what it is here. So, you know, but, uh, you know, Tennessee usually likes to, to be in games at the end of the game, you know, and this one's going to come down to it because both of these teams are bad, bad in reality because I think I'm just going to go with the home team. I think – the Tennessee Titans because they're an inconsistent joke, and uh, so uh, that 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 being said, we'll, we'll see what's going to end up happening here. The Titans have to definitely pre- protect Marcus Mariota in this game. He's been sacked 17 times. Okay, all right, Mariota has been sacked more times through the first three games of any other quarterback since 2002. Yeah, I got that one. And uh, guess what? He gets, though, a offensive lineman, Pro Bowl left tackle, fourth game suspension is over. He tested for performance-enhancing drugs. And um, here's the thing, though. Atlanta's defense hasn't been able to get to the quarterback. They only had five on the season. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust the one-two-three punch of Matt Ryan and there's wide receivers, and maybe they're going to score enough in this one. So, by the way, the Tennessee Titans set a franchise record last season with the NFL's fewest 82 penalties in a 16-season game. Now they're coming off a game where they're flagged for nine for 109. So it's definitely a different football team. So, um, so uh, by the way, um, 
the uh, Titans had the second best defense last season when uh, they back when when they're backed up in their own red zone. So they're they're giving up touchdowns only 44.7 um, percent of the time in those trips, which by the way happens to be number one. So your red zone. I don't feel very good about it. I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons on this one. And you're right, Cuervo. Atlanta is soft. Well, no. Sherman tissue is actually strung toilet paper. You probably are talking about Walmart. Walmart toilet paper. Uh, he's on Tennessee uh, this game. Uh, so, uh, so uh, let's see here. My brother Dennis is on Tennessee. It, Tarvin is on the Atlanta Falcons, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he's on Atlanta. So me and Tarvin are on it. Well, we'll see that. And, again, Cuervo, um, uh, if you want to come on camera, uh, let me know in a message to in, in the message thing, not in the video, so I know if you want to come in on video. So that being good. So uh, Brian Tarvin is uh, lots of people on that's the game here. It'll be interesting. I, this one, I think, will be on red zone quite a bit in reality. So um, that takes us to an interesting game here. He's, I know what he's doing. He's setting up that old laptop, and he's going to get that laptop thing going, I think. So So that being said, of course, let's get into the next game here on the couch with the Sports Show as we look at them all. Who is three red The only one last week that picked the New York Clark. And again, guys, it wasn't because I trust the quarterback. Okay, so I, I was accused that Sonny is on the uh, is on the Jones uh, Kool Aid. I'm not. I'm on the fact that it was a change, and it changed the whole perspective of the other players of this football team. That wow, there's a change. We can get behind this guy. That was the only reason why I said, well, they were home, too, if I'm not mistaken. That, that, right, I would not have picked them if they were on the road. So let me find out. Maybe I was wrong about that. No, they were on the oh, They were playing Tampa Bay. So, yeah. I, now they come at home. They're 1-2 and two out on the season. Redskins 0-3. And, and the Redskins already got the threat, you know. Okay. The Redskins didn't get the threat. The head coach of this football team got the threat, it seems like, because there are people out there reporting that Jay Gruden doesn't win this game. He's gone. An 0-4 start gets Jay Gruden, and I hate to say it, I think that's what's going to happen. Now, the Giants were lucky. They got the win last week. They missed The, uh, the Bucks missed a 34-yard field goal in Tampa Bay to win that game on the final play. But I'm going to tell you right now, I think Jones looks pretty good. Now, he's not going to be the best thing to come along since Fruit Punch. He's a rookie. But I, I go back, it, it, I think of these examples. I think of, you know, when Dak Prescott replaced Tony Romo. It was a different football team. That offensive line was not blocked for Tony Romo. Insert Dak Prescott, guess what? changes around. So that's my thinking here. The, the whole thinking that, God, are we going to go through Eli Manning again? Again, they should have listened to Sonny. 
you know, five to six years ago when I said dump this guy. Now, I don't know what they would have gotten because that was one of the biggest questions. Cuervo always asked that question. Well, who else are they going to get? Good point, but, you know. But they make the switch, and, and it is a good switch, and the Washington Redskins are the Washington Redskins. And they're on the road, and they're 0-3. The Giants got this newfound love. So the whole chemistry of the football team has changed again. I'm not saying they're going to win the NFC East. I'm not even saying they're going to make the playoffs. But this is a different football team. And when the mentality has changed, you get a different football team. And that's what we saw last week. They believed in this guy. Guys, they did not believe in Eli Manning. I'm sorry they didn't. Just as much as the Dallas Cowboys and the team did not believe in Tony Romo anymore. They believe in Dak Prescott. Look what's happening right now. 3-0, you know, know, people talking about Super Bowl, you know, and all that other stuff. So when you change the atmosphere of what's going on, you get a different football team. And that's what we're seeing in New York. Again, not a playoff team. So let's not go there. They're not a Super Bowl team, okay? So when you make those changes, it helps. So what's going to happen in this game? I don't know. But Saquon Barkley is going to be out for about six weeks. I I don't even think the Giants need Saquon Barkley. I really don't. Um, they got Eli uh, Penny is a running back for them. Um, and let's see here, uh, Goldman had five catches for 13 yards against the bus, and he, uh, he did catch a pass. So there is a big drop-off from Barkley uh, to put it in the hands of Goldman and or Perry. Now, whether they got some good practice or whether or not they're going to go ahead and do so, that's going to be the big question. But the Redskins, you know, running game, they haven't been anything to write home to mama about because, I mean, you, you take a look at who's running the football over there. Yeah, Adrian Peterson, uh, he's the leading rusher out on that football team. And not only that, um, the center, uh, Chase Ruler, he has a knee injury. He might not play. Uh, right guard Brandon Sharif has an ankle. He's iffy. So, you know, they're going to have to go to backups. So, Bergstrom, I don't know. So, now, and you look at what's going to happen here. What has to happen in reality, I think, if the Washington Redskins are going to win this game, is that the Giants' secondary has been dreadful. I mean, it's been awful. I mean, I haven't seen any, you know, you know, now, again, will that change? I don't know. Because you, you get what you get when you look at that defense. Okay. Uh, Jenkins was toasted by Mike Evans. I mean, he, he burned him on both sides of the bread. I'm telling you right now. And, I, I, you, know, you know, he got three touchdown passes in this game. But the uh, Peppers, haven't, they haven't covered, you know, they haven't even covered a bed in their blanket, supposedly. And then they got uh, DeAndre Baker. He's you know, adjusting to the NFL game. So, in reality, when you look at what's going on for the Giants' defense, oh, in reality, I don't trust the Redskins. I don't trust the quarterback. I don't trust what's going on there. Uh, you know, say whatever you want about it. And, and the Red, you know, Josh Norman is Josh Norman, okay? He's still good enough to – to cover 
what's going to be heading their way. And we're going to see Jay Bruton lose his job. Because it's that third that's out there. And it can happen is as maybe as soon as it gets all you know, zeros up on the board, they might just go down the elevator and tell them on the football field, your office is that way, why don't you go clean it out so we can have someone in there Monday morning. So th- this this is a big game for the Redskins and Jake Rudin in reality. So I don't know. Will we see? I, I'd like to see if I'm going to go the Giants in this one. Uh, um went Washington. My brother went the New York Giants. I don't know who Cuervo went in this one. Uh, we're going to have to get his uh, takes here very soon. By the way, just to let everybody know, as we're moving into half of the second hour, um, just to give you an update up on the standings here. Uh, right now, Cuervo is 29-18. and 18. Unfortunately, he is in last place of the three that we're keeping track of all year. Then um, Tarvin is one game better. He is 29-17-1. and one. And Sonny Clark, my, me, three games up on Tarvin, four games up on Cuervo, 33-14-1. So, um, hopefully... Some of these odd picks that I make today, uh, such as the Oakland Raiders, uh, should be there. So, good to see you, Mike. Thanks for joining us here on the College Potato Sports Show. You can hear us each and every week. We might not be on tomorrow or next week. I take off on – I don't land until 1 o'clock. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can get up on air. Where I'm staying, there's a baby and my voice carries. So, I don't want to disturb the baby. You know, so we may or may not be able to get on air. We'll let you know that's going to work out. So uh, just to let everybody know. So um, if not, we'll get all our picks from It's Hartman, and my brother will probably get into those ones as well. That having been said, that takes us into our next game, and I don't have a lot to talk about as far as that was concerned anyway. Um, yeah, there, there are some games that you take a look at and you see, well, one team didn't play well last week, and they probably should have played better than they did. Um, and I'm talking on the other side. I, I don't know. I really thought that we were going to see a better football team in reality in the Seattle Seahawks last week, and we didn't get it. That was one of the Seattle goes off the road, but on the Arizona Cardinals, and that is going to be so we morning games out of the way. So, Cuervo, I need your picks for all the morning games except for Indianapolis and Tennessee because you have, I haven't seen a message for the Giants yet. So, uh, But the Arizona Cardinals are at home. They got the new, uh, the new, uh, if you want to call them, you know, the wonderful quarterback um, there in Kyler Murray. Just not falling for it. And, and guys, this took me two seconds to think about. It. You know, Seattle is going to beat these guys, and they're going to be bad because the Seahawks shouldn't have. I, in my opinion, shouldn't have lost last week. As a matter of fact, let me check who they played because I, I think I was one of the only ones that picked Seattle last week um, as they were playing somebody that was supposedly really well. Seattle was at Seattle. There it was. Oh, New Orleans. Yeah. I think they should have beat New Orleans last week. So they took the loss to Seattle uh, to the uh, Saints last week. Seattle two and one, Arizona oh two and one. They got that tie with the Lions in week number one. So Russell Wilson right now, 
you know, being the undersized quarterback that he is, you know, still stands, you know, foot <laughs> foot over Kyler Murray. Um, that being said, uh, you know, you, you take a look at these kind of things. Murray being the number one overall pick, you know, just 5'10". He showed that he can maybe play this game. But, again, I go back to what I said. I don't care what kind of – I don't care what kind of coach is there, but if you can't coach Josh Rosen to be a good football coach or good quarterback and you can only coach a guy like Tyler Murray, you are in so much trouble with the other teams because just because you can coach a Kyler Murray, you better figure out what you're going to go and, and have a good defensive coordinator figure out what's coming your way. But he doesn't even have a clue because he doesn't coach that way. So he can't even help another his offensive coordinator on figuring out how we're going to do this. You know, I, and listen, everybody's going to say the great, you know, it, yeah, Kyler Murray's great. Okay? All right. You're not going to hear anybody go outside the political correct way and say, oh, you know, you know Kyler Murray sucks. Okay, now I'm going to say it. And I'm just going to say it because he's a rookie. I don't, I don't care about what people – I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't fall in love with working quarterbacks, guys. Just go back and listen to the show. Now, do we have some rookie quarterbacks that have made, you know, March? Yeah, they have. Last. And when you're at the quarterback position and you are a franchise such as the Arizona Cardinals, you need that you need that Hall of Fame type of guy. Because if you look at the Arizona history, this team was not good unless they had a Hall of Fame type quarterback, i.e. Kurt, uh, Kurt Warner. I got him to the Super Bowl. They didn't win it, but at least got him there. They never been there. Carson Palmer, pretty damn good football player. He, he's a questionable Hall of Famer. But after that, that's what that team needs to win. And Kyler Murray is not obviously going to be that type of quarterback. Most running quarterbacks aren't. Because I'd love to see Randall Cunningham in the Hall of Fame against Buddy there. There's a reason why. Will Michael Vick make him into the Hall of Fame? I doubt it. Unless there's going to be some serious changes of what offenses are going to be there. I'm falling back up on the traditional type of uh, because defensive coordinators, once they got you, all you got to do is look at the Wildcat, how quick that died out. Two years. In the third year, you've seen a hit and miss you know, out there. The same thing here. Now, here's the thing. They get Patrick Peterson back in Arizona after the suspension. They also get he's going to be back off the of injury as well. So that changes the secondary, but will they be NFL week number four ready? I, this was one of the games where I was looking at, you know, if, if Patrick Peterson might have been in the lineup all year, I'd on a shot in this one. But I don't, I don't have it enough in me to to be able to pick the Arizona Cardinals to to be. And as far as my brother and Tarvin, they think the same thing. They're on Seattle. We'll find out what Cuervo's picks are a little bit later when he gets up on here. But that's where we're at right now. So Arizona, I just I don't have a lot of trust in them. 
not trusting the quarterback position. You can have all the love for that type of offense. But in today's NFL, maybe I'm wrong. I've been known to be wrong, okay? be successful in that. First of all, the Arizona Cardinals have never been successful in anything. Never mind a new offense that's supposedly going to change happen. So, now I'm going to get to the game that I'm actually looking forward to. Normally, I do not look forward to my Jacksonville Jaguars hitting the football. The Arizona Cardinals Jacksonville Jaguars are on the road to take on the Denver Broncos today. Now, Jacksonville's got a lot of problems. First of all, they don't have their quarterback. They got uh, they got this young cat out there that, and, you know, and this is how you know whether or not a football team is good or bad, okay? Because are players good or bad? It's for me in the porn industry, or should be in the porn industry. Listen, Minshew, listen, he's done a fairly decent job. This guy wasn't expected to walk in and be, you know, the the walk and talk of the town. Was it? He's a rook. And it just happens that way. Rookies are not very successful. He's played halfway decent. I like what we're seeing out of him. But in reality, you think about things that are going on as far as this game is concerned. There's a lot of things. You lose Nick Foles, your $88 million quarterback. He's gone. Don't know when he's going to be back. Minshew, 22, 25, 275 yards, two touchdowns, 88% passing. Okay, that was the league highest in history of any quarterback with at least 15 passes attempts in their debut. Okay. He played well. Was it a fluke? I don't know. You we hear stories. That was a big fluke. But Minshew leads all NFL rookies with five touchdown throws and 73.9% pass completion overall. He's got a quarterback rating of 110.6, okay, the highest of any rookie in the first three games in the Super Bowl era, okay. And lots of people running, in, and they're loving this, Okay. And to get there, how did he get there? He went to Troy. Then he went to Northwestern Mississippi Community College. Then East Carolina ended up in Washington State, where he threw for nearly 5,000 yards, 38 touchdowns last year. So you got a rookie quarterback who is definitely knows how to be a traveling man, um, going to be taking over here for the Jaguars. So. That having been said, how's he going to be? Listen, I pick. I know, and and my my brother is my brother's on the wacky. You know, he thinks that I'm on the wacky tobacco, and I I probably was that day. Maybe it's because I loved what I saw as far as personnel from the Denver Broncos. New head coach, new running, or not new running back, but a damn good running back, a one-two punch there. Um, and of course, you have the defense on the side. I was loving Von Miller and the defense on this football team. I thought, I, I was like, listen, some changes of Joe Flacco at the quarterback position. God, this is a football team. I might have been wrong about my surprise pick. Uh, all right, I was <coughs> Excuse me, I was wrong. 
thinking that there's going to be a huge surprise there on the AFC West, but hasn't I haven't lost I haven't lost faith in what I think could end up happening for the Broncos. I think they're going to win today. Yeah, I said it. I think they're going to win today. The Denver Broncos take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Listen, the Jaguars, you know, they're not a good, they're my football team, guys. So should I be picking against them? I don't. I pick against them all the time. I'm usually right. No, no homer picks here. I don't think they're a good enough football team to beat too many football teams. Bob Miller's going to have a big day today. He's going to eat Minshew up. He's going to be in a backfield. He's going to be a permanent structure in the backfield. He's going to be all over him really bad. It's going to be ugly. I, I think it's going to be ugly. But here's the thing. Right now, the Broncos, you know, you, you, they do that. All out blitzes and everything else to, to try to, to end their sackless streak today. They haven't had sack. So you, you look at that. That's not normal. But this also New coach, new defensive mind, seeing what ends up happening here. You know, it's going to be interesting. Some other news out of this one. Calais Campbell, you know, Jaguar defensive end, okay, he was born in Denver, attended South High School right there in Denver, played football, basketball. He was on the track and field football team. He had 28 sacks since uh, going to his hometown, uh, signing uh, to uh, Jacksonville 2017. So now the Broncos, on the other hand, two free agent uh, DBs are both banged up. Callahan with his foot, he's out for at least another month. You got Kareem Jackson with a hammy. He's questionable whether or not he's going to be in the game. And uh, guess what? Uh, Duke Dawson, um, which I really thought was a, it was all right. I like that guy. Uh, he's going to probably see some action today. Jalen Ramsey still wants his trade. He might not even be in this game, guys. His wife had a baby or, well, hold on. I don't know if he's married. So uh, his significant other had a baby. Uh, So he's questionable. I don't even know if he's in Denver. This game is not in Jacksonville. It is in Denver. So I don't even know if he's there. But even if he was there, I'm still up on the Denver Broncos in this one. I think think Joe Flacco shows that he can really still be a good quarterback. It's the rest of it. It's the scheme. It's the things that have. But here's one thing Denver's got to do is be able to get the ball out of of, uh, Joe Flacco's hand faster. But, you know, they're not going to light the scoreboard up with a 50-burger, all right? I think we're going to see about 20, 24 points scored in this game by Denver, and they're going to just be able to hold them down, the Jaguars, to about 17 points. I think Minshew is going to get a a, a come to Jesus here on Sunday. Come to Jesus on Sunday. With Vaughn Miller is going to be all over. And I think that's going to be the difference in the game. I think Vaughn Miller is going to be the difference in this game. Joe Flacco doesn't have to do a lot. Just get that ball into the hands of the guys. And I'll tell you right now, they're running back. uh, Oh, Jesus. See, this is how much much, – in-depth thing that we do. There, he's, uh, he was a free agent running back. I, I, I want to say Phillips, but it's not Phillips. Um, so I'll see what Google, Google knows who all the running backs are. Uh, Broncos, and then I'll... Then I'll... So, Phillips Lindsay, 
I like Lindsey. I like this guy. I think they're going to throw the ball to him. I think he's going to see the ball out of the backfield. And listen, Royce Freeman's not a, not a and they, are, they actually have theoretic as well. So you, you take a look at some of the happening schemes in Denver, by the way. And, and listen, Jaguars aren't used to that kind of element. That's a very high element over there. So I, I'm going I'm to go ahead. I'm going to ride another one. I know people think I'm nuts. I'm not going Jacksonville. I'm going Denver in this one. Um, I think that they're going to play better. I think they're going to – so and – but – all right, so Tarvin is also going Denver, so now I don't feel so stupid. Um, so he's going to go to Denver Broncos as well, and we'll find out who Cuervo is going to do there. Yeah, Philip Lindsay, I think that guy. I think that guy's got some talent. I think they need to use him in the passing uh, game and let um, Joe Flacco have his way with it. I think there, there's opportunity. There. So that being said. Uh, that's going to take us into our next game as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Their quarterback, did they can their kicker, you know, after missing that game? Uh, missing that field? I don't know. That's no show. I don't keep up with that. Uh, I, I, I forgot to actually check on that. But, yeah, they lost that game last week. Should have beat the Giants. So, the Rams are 3-0. They're the defending champion, um, but the offense hasn't really been what they were last year. Sometimes it don't need to be. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are just not a good football team. Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, okay, those are just some of the names that you're going to be seeing there, okay? Sue is up front. I, I forgot they grabbed that guy up. He's been a good little. He's been a good little boy over there. He ain't been stomping on people's heads. He's been a good boy. Good, good, good job. And, and hey, change of change of uh, different type of coaching. You know, we're seeing Suey's. You know, he started every game last year for the Rams. By the way, just to let everybody know, and he's been a good little boy. Good boy. Boy, Mr. Shield, good, good boy. Which goes to show he doesn't need to be the jerk that he is in order to be a good football player. And again, so now the Rams, three and zero. You know, again, they're they're just not there. Um, but here's some of the things that I think they need to keep track of. Okay, you look at the Bucks linebacker Barrett leads the NFL with eight sacks, only having 14 seasons. Listen, he he leads he, he leads the NFL with eight sacks, with only having fourteen in the four seasons before. Okay, that is he. Uh, yeah, so that's up on it. I I I like Bruce Arians. I like the defense coordinator. His name is going to come to me. He used to be the Jets coach, uh, top holes. I like those two guys. They were great in Arizona, but they're not great in Tampa Bay right now. But I don't necessarily think that's their fault. I think that's personality. Because this is a football team that depends on Jameis Winston to win football games for him. And that that should have been something that they checked on and done about. And they didn't. And that I don't think Bruce Arians really had anything to do with that. But I think that's where it is. But 
you, you take a look at it. this is a football team, all right, that has given up so many sacks, it's unbelievable. The season. It's tied for seven. Rams defense has eight sacks. Just got his first sack last week. So, believe me, Aaron Donald is looking to rip in. They're going to be in the back. But Jameis Winston's not. They don't have a good running game. About Ronald Jones coming back. No, I don't. So, USC, you know, he's coming back home. All the stupid stories I don't care about because they're really irrelevant in the NFL. College and, college and the NFL are two different football games, and they just don't mix. They're not as good. So, going back to home, USC, all that great talk, who cares? No one. But as far as what you're going to see out there, you have to see what's going to happen. So, missing, I just found this. He missed the uh, winning field goal, failing to convert on two extra points um, last week. Uh, rookie kicker Matt Gay is still has the of Bruce Arians. And um, so, I don't know if they just don't have time to go out and find the kicker or whatever the case may be. But the kicker's got to make that kick. And, and, but, again, we're not ta- we're talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're not talking a good football team. They're one and two for a reason. They cannot make that vital play when they have to. That's not Bruce Arians' fault. What that is is that he hasn't had enough time to influence the team in order for them to, to make those plays. Next year, if that kind of play happens, I want to put that squarely on Bruce Arians. And talking Buccaneers, you just look all over the football field, and the Rams are a better football team at every single position out there. I don't think there's one position that they beat them. I like Mike Evans, but you know, hey, that's about it. Different football team, but it is what it is. He's down there. I like, I like him. Former Pittsburgh Steeler guy, former Arizona guy. Joins back up there. Those guys get along. I think Tampa Bay's going to be a good football team next year, but they got to get a different quarterback. Jameis Winston is holding this franchise back. He has. And, and this don't even go to the fact that really he's been so irrelevant in the NFL, you know, even making fun of him about the crab legs is, you know, it's so yesterday's news. He's just not. And Bruce Arians don't have a lot to work with. Now, the simple fact of the matter is that it, there's there's people within the front office of that savior, and that guy could be the next coming at the court. Blasphemy! The blasphemy! Blasphemy coming out that way. So, I I, you know, I don't see a lot in this game. I you know, going cross country. That helps the Tampa. At least it's an afternoon game, so you know, you know, if they go out partying too late, they can still get. Some, I don't know. I don't know if there's any, you know, 
vitamin B12 they can shoot in their butt to get ready for this game because I just think we're going to see a skull drag out, out there and it could get it hugely, hugely out of hand. Rams going up, you know, 21 nothing in this game, just like I see the other side on uh, the other game. I was thinking that they could go up 21 now the New England game. Could the Bucks put out a, a performance? Sure, right? but as far as my pick, you, you know, I can't. I can't even come out there and get that. Now, I wish we could get Cuervo up online, so I'm going to give him one more opportunity to be able to get up online. Then I'm going to go to Sunday Night Football now. Now, and the reason why I'm going to do this because I'm going to spend some time with this, obviously, with what we got going on here as far as our area and what's important is the Dallas Cowboys in this Dallas area. This is the game of the week, guys. I'm going to tell you right now, you know, we have very much hard time, I mean, as far as quality as football. And, you know, I looked at the schedule. I just didn't like the, the fact that the Cowboys would be on the road in this game. But that was before they didn't have a Drew Brees. So, definitely the Cowboys get the, get the Saints at the right time. Because right now, you're looking at a Dallas Cowboy team that's undefeated. They haven't been, like, undefeated, you know, for their first three games. They had to go back, I think it was, like, 2007 or something. It might have been back into the day. But they had to go back really, 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 really long ago. So, that being said, you, you check out what's going to happen in this game. You have the Saints that are 2 and one Teddy Bridgewater, listen, guys, I told you about Teddy Bridgewater. I, I, listen, he wasn't the best quarterback in the world. I, I told everybody that, but I'm going to tell you right now, this guy was on the way of being a really good quarterback before he got hurt. They loved him up in Minnesota. So do this for me, Cuervo, so I don't have to scroll up and find it. Log out of the video and then come back in so I can just push in. I'll bring you on. Okay, but here we have the Dallas Cowboys on the road. This football team should win this game. The Dallas Cowboys should win this game. Are they capable? I don't know. I you know I I don't know because the Dallas Cowboys, whether it be Tony Romo or Dak Prescott, this is a game really in reality that they need to go in and win this game outright. And, I, and I'm not saying that they don't have the capability of doing it. They should have the capability of doing it. Guess what, though? I don't know if they can. And we're going to talk about the reason why they can on the other side. Okay, guys, we do have to go to break uh, Cuervo. You do have to be patient. I'm sorry. I didn't realize what time it was. I want to get this last breakout. We'll have the last hour. We will run this last hour and bring in Cuervo and talk about the games that are out there. So uh, we do need to go to break. So let's get those out of the way. Quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll come back for the final hour. We'll continue talking about Cowboys and Saints. This we'll is right Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our products, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. 
contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log on my budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do to your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high-quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landing Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now, is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday where we'll bring in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ and we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world and he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city and so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlet.org. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit RayHubbardRealEstateGroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale system. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. 
This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, and you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pie, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. I'm trying to get old. Clicked on. How do I bring you in? This is against it. You think that you're better? You better get ready. Bow to the masses. Break it down. I hate it. It drives me insane. Resume. I should be back here, and I'm trying to get Cuervo logged in here. Cuervo, do me one more favor. Log back out. Does it bring you in instead of sending out the invite? I'm not getting the invite. Um, that you responded to it. So if you can't do that so I can bring it back in, we'll talk a little bit more about the game here as the Dallas Cowboys are on the road. They'll be taking on the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the Cowboys up on the road. You know, this yeah, Branch Schmidt, no. Did you want to tag Branch? No, I did not. Um, so that being said, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, this is a game they should win. Uh, they don't have any Drew Brees, um, but they're on the road. That's another – in my right mind, I'm looking at this game, and I'm saying the Dallas Cowboys should win this football game. So, and that's, But that's the thing that's stopping me from picking this game. And it has nothing to do with Chevy Bridgewater. has nothing to do with that. Let me see if I can hit that button there. All right. Try sharing your live video with them, friends and group, and invite to be part of the broadcast. That's what I want to do. Push that button. Invited. So I don't – I hate this. It drives me insane. Hi, hi, hi. Everybody else comes in, okay? They go, they'll log off of the video. And when they come back in, it says, do you want to bring them in? But when Quavo comes in – his name's not there. Drives me nuts. Oh wait, 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 wait. There it is. No, that's a no, that's a tag. No, I don't want a tag. So this drives me nuts. I, I hate this. We used to we used to we tried to do it every once in a while, uh, to bring in uh, Cuervo uh, up on here and, and we've been able to do it before. And hold on, let me let me just check this really quick. No, I can't do it from there either. I've been trying to find a way to bring it. So 
Cuervo, do that. Uh, lock out of it and wait a minute because it's just recognizing you in there. So I want to bring I want to bring Cuervo in. He's the front. No, I do not want to tag anybody. I want. I hate this. All viewers send you a request to join the broadcast. Yes, and they can. You know what? I know what I'm going to do. All right. I, I, God, I hate this. Resume. I might have to go all the way. There he is. Yeah, where? The way back up and try to maybe you'll know, still show. Do I want to bring him in? So, uh, so that being said, there's uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Should they should they win this football game? I think the absolute question is yes. Absolutely, they should. The only problem is though, they haven't been able to do anything as far as make me feel comfortable grabbing them up and game. They're going to lose a game they shouldn't lose, and that's one of the things that I think is going to end up happening here. And I think this is a game that they should not lose. And I think this is a game that they're going to lose today um, because they shouldn't. And this is just a different football team. I, if it, I, here we go. Bring them in on camera. Bam. Had to, yeah, add. Bam. Up near the top to bring him back in. I Those are the directions there, Cuervo. Hopefully I did it, did it right. If not, I, I'm almost at the point where I just want to throw these cameras right out the window. So um, I got you added. Bring them in on camera. Friends won't be able to watch this live video unless you're in selected audience. Yes, I know that. So I hopefully I tried to bring you in on camera. It says it should have done it, Cuervo. So I bring them in. Be able to watch the live video unless they're in here. Ah, I, I'm tired of this. It's already giving me a headache. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. I think I got it. As I see your, I see your little icon at the top here. It's taking some time to get in. Anyway, hopefully I can get Cuervo in here, and uh, that's what I looked at. I think the Dallas Cowboys should win for Dallas Cowboys fans. That your team can win here today. Hope your team can do it. Can't. And it's not because they shouldn't. They should win this game with no problem. But three and zero, I don't trust it. Yeah, you know, I don't trust the Dallas Cowboys to go four and zero. That's another thing. Again, it's not because I don't think they should win. They should win this game. But they've won three games in a row. They should have won those games. And when I was looking at the schedule, I had this one down. In reality, you got Drew Brees there, obviously. Drew Brees is going to be the guy that gets things going. But they don't have him. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't have to be Drew Brees to win this football game. I honestly think that when you look at the New Orleans Saints, they're just better than what they've been. And, you know, this is a team that knows how to rally behind certain guys. So Bridgewater now, um, you know, took all the snaps in practice this week. Drew Brees, uh, hopefully he'll be back soon. I don't know if he will or not. So um, 
but you take a look at, you know, there hasn't been a lot of success last year when Breeze went down. Um, we, we couldn't uh, get that thing squared away. They could not get the victory, and I don't know why, because I think Bridgewater's there. Maybe he was still trying to get used to the fact that he's coming off an injury. That part I don't know either. But when I looked at this game, I, want, I wanted to pick the Dallas Cowboys, not because of the Dallas Cowboy fans, not because of the people in here that I know. Um, I wanted to pick them because I think they should win this game. Now, I've got my brother and Tarvin on the Dallas Cowboys. And this, this is that game. And I'm going to take Tarvin's advice in this game. My first instinct is the Dallas Cowboys should win this game, but they're not because they'll do something. And, and more than the fact that since they're supposed to win this game, I'm really questionable whether or not it'll end up happening. I don't trust the coaching staff. I don't trust Jason Garrett at the head coaching position for this football team. I just don't. So whether or not Jason Garrett handle the pressure, this is a pressure game for him. Jason Garrett has to call a good game here today. And he has to call it because they need to be 4-0 to be taken seriously. Because when you looked at their schedule, I mean, last week alone, you, you question whether or not that that could end up happening. Can the Dallas Cowboys, you know, that's a game they hugely should be able to win, and they did but not without mistakes. And, and by the way, and I'm tired of people just jumping on, uh, on Dak Prescott. I am. I'm tired of it. And, and the main reason is that this football team hasn't seen a successful quarterback. And I don't care if you believe it's because of, uh, of Amari Cooper. I don't care if you believe it's because of, Amari, uh, of Ezekiel Elliott. He doesn't control who's out on the football field with it. Okay. So if you want to say he plays better because of them, so be it. You can think that all day long. But I'm going to tell you right now, before Amari Cooper got there, they were winning football games, okay? Ezekiel Elliott, you know, he, they played better when he was there. Great. There's no question that the game of football, you need a running game. Ezekiel Elliott, much as I hate him as a person, the guy can play football, and he's a good running back for this football team. So I don't get it. I don't understand where the hate for Dak Prescott comes from. Oh, he's not accurate down the field. Oh, he couldn't hit the broad side of a bar. Oh, he get, listen, all he does is one football games. I mean, how many years was Tony Romo in a Dallas Cowboys uniform before they won a freaking playoff game? Okay, he did it in his second year. Got the win. Not only that, got him to the playoffs the first two years out of the three that he was there. What do you want, Dallas Cowboys? You guys are the most fickle fans ever. Ever. You got a quarterback. He wouldn't be worth a nickel if he didn't have Ezekiel Elliott. He does. Be glad they got him. He wouldn't be a good quarterback if he didn't have, you know, Murray Cooper to throw the football. He does. So what are you complaining about? 
those cowboy fans just make me want to just, you know, you know, take your glove off and just slap the holy heck out of them right across the face. You just don't have a clue what football's all about. Guess what? When you have better personnel on the football team, you play better. Well, if he took him out, he wouldn't be able to play. Well, they don't. Well, well, when Ezekiel Elliott wasn't in there, he didn't play very well. Well, guess what? They still won games. Come on. Stop it. You don't like him because he's not Troy Aikman. You don't like him because he's not Roger Staubach. You don't like him because he's not that guy that's the traditional guy. You pick this guy up in the Bunch of you, bunch of crybabies, you know, you know, you know, uneducated football, and you would think that in this town, out of them all, as jealous, okay, we would be talking about how smart you are. You don't even recognize a good thing when it bitch slaps you right across the street. You guys don't get it. And because here's what's going to happen today, okay? I'm picking the Saints to win this game, okay? I'm picking the Saints. Should I? Probably pick the Dallas Cowboys, okay? This game is over in New Orleans, okay? It's over in New Orleans. I'm not what is these? I'm seeing his little things, and I can't click on them. It's just ticking me off. Here's the thing. Let's just go ahead and say he's that good. They're winning football games, okay? Now, I know what I'm going to hear after this game. They're going to, if they lose this game, we're, uh, uh, I'm just predicting it right now. Well, Dan Prescott didn't deliver the ball. Dan Prescott. Listen, they're going to lose a game they have no business losing. That's Dallas Cowboy football. How many years do you have to live here to realize that you lose games you shouldn't? hear any nonsense if the Dallas Cowboys come out and win this game. I don't want to hear ever anything from anybody in Dallas about how bad Dak Prescott is. Don't want to hear it. And I don't even care if he has a bad game. Don't want to hear it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you throw Tony Romo in there, okay, you're not going to get the victory. Period. End of story. Because this is a different football team since Dak Prescott has taken it over. And if you're that blind that you can't see the difference in this football team and the chemistry of this football team compared to Tony Romo, then you don't need to be watching Dallas Cowboy football anymore because you're too much of a homer and you don't like the guy. you got some personal reason you don't like him. But when you grab up a quarterback that is this good in the fourth round and has, oh, oh they're going to pay him so much. Who cares? It's not your money. Jerry's going to pay him. Who cares? What? I don't care if the guy makes $40 million bucks. You should be happy they win a damn game. But you Dallas Cowboy fans don't even have a clue about football, and all this town is is about football. Texas is football. But, oh, no, you, you, he just, he's not very good. How about 929 yards, uh, 929 yards, nine touchdowns, Okay? Jeez Louise. Now, you know, he's inaccurate sometimes. He goes down the field, he'll miss him by a mile. So be it. Throw a horrible interception against Miami, and that's all I'm hearing about. 
Oh, you threw an interception against the Miami Dolphins. Well, some people have. I, I've never, I've never been able to figure out Dallas Cowboy fans to where I didn't just want to just pick them up and throw them up through a window because they don't know football. They think they know football. If they knew football, they would be thankful they got Dak Prescott. Now, I'm not saying he's the second coming, okay, uh, of Troy Aikman, okay, but he's damn better than Tony Romo. Tony Romo can call a football game better than he can play. All this nonsense that he doesn't know what he's doing and everything else, yeah, he's a he's a third-year quarterback. He's going to make stupid mistakes and make bad decisions sometimes. What third-year quarterback has? I just, you know, those Cowboy fans just, you know, it amazes me their stupidity. Yeah, I said it. You want to come, to, come talk to me. You'll see me out row at, you know, the people around here and go, Sonny, you know, you're saying I don't know football? Well, be like Dak Prescott. No, he sucks. No, you don't know football. Shut up. I've never seen anything like it. Freaking can have Joe Montana on this football team, and you would say he sucks. Unbelievable. Hey, if they win this game, if I, I swear, if any Dallas Cowboy fan say that Dak Prescott sucks, you're not allowed to comment about football anymore. You're just not qualified. We're, playing good or bad or not, you don't qualify. Dak Prescott is the best thing to come along with this football team since since Jason Witten. You be, and you're just lucky that you can get them. They're as well. But now, back to this game. Teddy Bridgewater, I love him. Everybody knows that Sonny Clark loves him. Indianapolis should have went up and grabbed him. Yeah, I don't care how well Tony Brissett's playing or uh, Jacoby Brissett's playing. And Teddy Bridgewater. That's what I said. That's what they should have done. They didn't do it. Now, you know, guess what? Bridgewater now, and guess what? If they beat the Dallas Cowboys, they're going to be so happy for Teddy Bridgewater. So he can bitch slap all of his critics. And maybe he can come back, to, you know, and be something that's there. So that being said, Teddy Bridgewater gets the opportunity. No Drew Brees. And, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, Drew Brees was in this game. I wasn't picking the Dallas Cowboys anyway. So just, let's just put that up on there, and I'm up on record as saying that. They're going to win this game. They're going to win this game with Teddy Bridgewater because Teddy Bridgewater doesn't have to be the guy. You've got two guys that can run the football, and they know how to pound the ground. That's what I say. You look at Alvin Kamara, that guy's super bad. Alvin Kamara is going to – that guy, he might get an opportunity to be one of the better running backs in this league. And then he got back up. I forget his name. It says, oh, Thomas. The, the wide receiver, that, that guy is, a, you know, a combination of a, a, good, a good couple of guys that they need on there. Now, when you look at everything that's going on here, the Saints right now, defensive ends, um, you know, they, they, they don't have the defensive ends. So they're going to be able to get the pressure up the middle. How Dak Prescott rolls out of those is going to be interesting. You watch this game, those guys are in the middle. Okay, on the defensive line, it's going to get in the backfield. The, the offensive ends are not playing very well. But if you go back to last year, the Saints sacked Dak Prescott seven times. Now, Brandon Allen's even at home. 
The Cowboys were at home. So, 13 to 10 loss last November. That was with Dak Prescott. Now, Robert Quinn, okay, is playing out of his mind. The only thing is, if that was Drew Brees right there, I'd say that'd be a problem. But here's the thing. Teddy Bridgewater did not run the ball a lot last week, but he's capable. He's better than most. And I think he's out of that mental portion of when he got hurt. Should I run? Should I not? He can run now. That that whole injury, that was a devastating injury. Kept him out for a year and a half, guys. More than that, actually. Got hurt like like the second or third week. And, And so that being said, He's fully healthy. So now Quinn played 63% of the snaps, 44-70 snaps against the the game and against Miami. All right. So also Quinn, you know, if you don't remember, they got this guy for the Rams. Okay. So that that that's huge there too. There's a lot of things that I like about the Dallas Cowboys. And one of them is is that Jerry will throw his money around like it's nothing. They, sign, they just signed the offensive lineman. They, had to, they threw so much money at Dallas Cowboys are not afraid to throw money at it. Now, why they haven't signed, signed Dak Prescott, that part I don't know. That, the, the fact that Dak Prescott's not signed right now for $34 million, Jerry dropped the ball along, on this a long time ago. They can sign him right now. Put that thing in front of them, $34 million, all right? Get him set up, all right? Get him set up for $100 bucks and shut him up and then get it, and then we can put that portion of it. But that's another thing that they're completely talking about uh, all over Dallas about. So you think about it. So I don't know. I, I'm really looking forward to this one, Sunday Night Football. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, I, and, and for the life of me, for – locals. I hope the Dallas Cowboys do win this game. I'm picking the Saints. I hope the Cowboys will win because then you could be grateful of who you got at the quarterback position. Maybe you'll see it. Maybe you won't. Whatever your phobia is about Dak Prescott, whatever your problem with Dak Prescott is, it should go if they win. It'll be 4-0. God, I can't even remember the last time the Dallas Cowboys were 4-0. You say whatever you want. It is all about it. Now, that, you look at what's going on with Elliot. If you look at what's going on there, him coming back, you look at it. He's the two-time rushing champion right now, but he's up to fourth right now with 289 yards. That's 86 fewer than Delvin Cook in Minnesota. Okay. L.A. had 274 through the first three games of uh, the game last year. So, you know, maybe he could get up on track here as he's just getting his feet underneath him in reality. So, you know, the thing about Ezekiel Elliott, he doesn't need to rush for 10, 12 yards every time he touches the football. Although, if you get him out of the backfield, he needs 10 or 12. That, that I will say. If he gets five or six yards, you know, on a consistent basis, it's going to be huge. So, Demarcus Lawrence, 
had his first sack since signing the $105 million contract of five years in the offseason. Got his first sack last week. Of course, it was Miami. Can't get a sack against Miami. You're not working hard enough, I don't think, <laughs> if you're a super bad guy. So, I am. I'm going to go. I'm going to go on. I'm going to hope for Dallas Cowboy fans so we can shut them up. I hope, I, and I hope Dak Prescott just throws the ball for 340 yards and four touchdowns, and then I, then I want to hear it. I, I, I want to hear it. So, you know, it, it, you know, and that's the part that when I look at the game, you're going to have to stop Dak Prescott from extending plays because the guy can scramble all day long, okay? Then finding Amari Cooper. I mean, so right now Dak's going for about 302 yards a game. Okay, that's fourth in the NFL. Fourth. Fourth. Shut up, Cowboy fans. He's good. You don't know what you're talking about. Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Tony Pollard, 100-yard games against Miami, both of them. So they know how to run the football. Just they they should not lose this game, which tells me they are. It's It's different when you're talking Miami. And Miami's not a good football team. So when when I picked the Dallas Cowboys to beat them, it was fine. When week number one, they took on the New York Giants, okay, they had no quarterback. They had Eon Manning. Look where he's at now. Then the Washington Redskins, they beat them. Guess what, okay? Their coach is on the hot seat. I mean, he's got griddle marks on his ass right now that he's not going to be able to get off because they're going to lose today, and he's going to be hitting the road, Jack. Don't come back. So there's lots of stuff going on, and, and this game is vital, really, in reality for them, because when you look at, let's see here. Yeah, I, I see the request. I can't get it to come in. I'm looking at the request, and I see your little guy here, and it's not coming up here. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Wait, wait, wait. I think I see it because guess what? I, I think if he sits down, wait. Am I off screen now? Wait. Oh no, I flipped. <laughs> I flipped the screen, guys. All right, turn it back around. I thought that I thought I had Cuervo. I'm trying to get him to come in here, and it's just not working. All right, let me hit that button right here. There he is. I got you. I think I got him. Bring camera in, Ed. All right, so let, let's just hope this works. I did. I did what it said for me to do, Cuervo. I pushed the button. Approve. Bring my okay. All right, so I got you added. I don't know why it's not working, Cuervo. I should be able to get you in the in the corner here, and I don't know if I hate this, man. Because we need to talk um, the last two games, and I need to get his picks. And I, I, this, we're not just being able to work because I see you, but. Let me just check something. Bang. I just I'm pushing the approve button, Cuervo, and it's just not. Man, I, I just don't get this. It really just irks the heck out of me. It really does. We did this last year. I was able to bring him in last year. And nothing is wait, 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 what's this? 
no, those are no, that's not it. Those are tags. I don't want tagging. All right, requests. Uh, all viewers sent requests to join you live. Yes, any point. Now, do I need to get that right here and now approve? Add. This thing is just not working, Cuervo. It's really just driving me nuts. If friends won't be able to watch this unless they're in your selected audience. We need selected audience. He is there. I see him right there. Yeah, invited. I already invited him. I just, see, I hate technology because it just sucks. No, that didn't work either. So, I, I, hell, I don't know. All right, so we're not, Cuervo, we're not going to be able to do this. I'm not sure why it's not working. I, oh, 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 I got a little green thing here. Add. Adding. Wait, wait, don't go anywhere, Cuervo. It says it's adding you. He should be here in just a second. I'm hoping this works. Adding, adding. But anyway, uh, so that being said, I'm on the New Orleans Saints. Hopefully they'll be able to do, to, I wanted to be right. 